Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Traveling On Radio Show. Thank you for sharing a part of your day with us. I'm Tanya Fitzpatrick, and I'm here with my favorite travel partner, my husband, Ian. Hey, babe. Hey, sweetie. Always good to be here on a Saturday. Absolutely. And we're uh, we're happy to be back with you guys today to talk about our favorite uh, topic, obviously, travel. You can really learn a lot about travel from this show, and each week we have the best of the best on the show to share their insights into a whole host of travel-related information. This show is for you, and we'd love to hear from you. So if you have any questions or show topics, uh, you can email us at radio at travelin-on.com. And you can also call us on the hotline here to speak with our guests or us at 301-468-5819. Well, you know, this time last week, dear, you know, we were in New Orleans. We had a pretty good time down there, didn't we? Uh, we did indeed. And uh, if I, I think I may have given out the wrong number there. So if uh, you need to reach us, uh, that number is 301-984-2173. We did have a great time in New Orleans. Uh, it was uh, great energy, great weather, great guest. And I'm, and I'm sure you're still uh, thinking about Chef Sexy. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my my the, the man who wanted to marry me. Oh I got a, a wedding I'm proposal a, over uh, food last week, so <laughs> had but, to put an end to that one. <laughs> but you know, we're traveling back to New Orleans actually today, to, uh, and we're going to talk to Bruce Beckham, who's the executive director of Tourism Cares. They're in New Orleans this weekend, working on a preservation project at St. Louis Armstrong. We're I'm really excited about that. Good deal. And we're also going to visit Philadelphia, one of America's most historic and interesting cities. We'll be joined by uh, Mayor Michael Nutter in a segment. And Jeff Guarasino of the Greater Philadelphia Tourism Marketing Corporation will join us to tell us all about the exciting things happening in the city of brotherly love this spring and summer. And, uh, you know, before we move on, before we travel on, we just want to share a couple of exciting things with you guys. You can play Travel and Trivia online, and we're giving away uh, Putumayo's Eurogroove CD, which is their uh, newest release. And uh, you'll, you'll hear snippets of the, uh, of the CD throughout the show. And just make sure you visit our website and especially the calendar page to see where we'll be broadcasting uh, from because there may be a travel opportunity uh, there for you to come with us. And, you know, coming up, we're going to be broadcasting from America's Polo Cup, which is exciting. I love polo ponies. And, um, and we'll be actually giving away some general admission tickets to the polo match between U.S. and uh, Italy. So I'm happy about that. Good deal. And uh, we've also got a special guest with us today in studio, a good friend of Traveling On Radio, Swati Daniels. Swati, welcome to Traveling On. Thank you. Hi, Ian and Tanya. Thanks for having me on the show. We're happy to have you here. Uh, Swati has helped us out tremendously in uh, uh, in, in a number of our uh, events, uh, especially our our remote uh, a few weeks ago uh, from the Adventures in Travel uh, Summit. And uh, we... Uh, Thanks, Swati, for being with us, and we we're happy to have her here today. You know, um, as I mentioned earlier, this weekend, Tourism Cares for Tomorrow, an organization that brings together the travel and tourism industry to give back to its communities, is continuing its commitment to help rebuild New Orleans by helping to restore the historic Louis Armstrong Park. And uh, joining us on the phone from New Orleans is Bruce Beckham, Executive Director of Tourism Cares for Tomorrow. Bruce, welcome to Traveling On. Well, I'm happy to be here. Well, Thanks very much for having me on. Oh, it's Thank our you, pleasure. We, we wish we were there with you, actually. <laughs> well, New Orleans is a great town. I'm sh- hearing that you were here last, uh, last weekend for the French Quarter Festival, I'm sure. Uh, there's always something great going on in New Orleans, and uh, it's a wonderful city and we're a little saddened by its uh, the length of time that it's taking to uh, to uh, get it to recoup, but uh, it'll take some time, but it'll be back. And it, and it's coming back. You know, I, I remarked last week that I was really surprised um, from the time that I was there in August 2007 until last weekend. I actually did witness a ton of progress. Um, a ton of uh, of new development, and and I was really uh, really happy about that, and and it's really because you know the people there have have a deep soul, and because of organizations like Tourism Cares, tell us a little bit about the mission and history of Tourism Cares. Well, Tourism Cares actually is a um, it's a combination of two 
foundations that existed in the travel industry, uh, one of them since the, the early 80s, the National Tourism Foundation, which was started by the National Tour Association, um, was uh, created to give scholarships to uh, students studying hospitality and tourism. And, and the United States Tour Operators Association, which is a, a, uh, a sister association of tour operators, uh, started the Travelers Conservation Foundation uh, in the year 1999, and um, they were giving grants to um, to historic natural cultural and historic sites around the world that were in need. And we just saw the synergies of the two, you know, between the two, and so we merged those and created Tourism Cares at the beginning of 2005. And so, therefore, our mission now is to bring the tourism industry together to give back through scholarships and through grants and also through uh, volunteer programs. Now, Bruce, you're in New Orleans today, and uh, we know you're doing some uh, great things in uh, New Orleans. Tell us about uh, tell us about what you're working on today there, and 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 some of the work that you've been doing in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Okay, actually, the work took place yesterday, Ian. But um, so it's it's uh, completed. But um, we what we did is uh, we had 350 people from the tourism industry come all all the way from in all over the country, and actually Canada. Um, and um, they come in to do a one-day project of uh, cleaning up uh, the historic uh, Louis Armstrong Park, which is located right next to the French Quarter uh, here in New Orleans. This park has been, for all intents and purposes, been closed since Katrina, and um, you know, it was in pretty rough shape, especially the fence surrounding it and so on, and, and uh, a lot of landscaping needs to be done. Um, and uh, so what our... Our people did was we painted or most of a part of the fence, the wrought iron fence that surrounds uh, the park. We painted some of the some of the lamp posts that that are within the around the lagoons that are in the park, and did some landscaping and just in plain cleaning up. But what we wanted, what really what is happening here is the fact that Louis Armstrong is, um, you know, as you know, the favorite son of um, of New Orleans and. Um, a jazz icon, um, but in, in addition to that, within inside within uh, Armstrong Park is a place called Congo Square, and at Congo Square is where uh, African American slaves were allowed to come on Sundays to practice their religion and to sing songs and play music, and um, that really is the birthplace of jazz. So there's more to Louis Armstrong Park than just bushes and lawns and trees. Mm-hmm. It is it is the it is hallowed ground to the African American culture and it needs to be reopened. And we provided, I believe, the we kind of lit the fuse to have this, you know, continue to grow and we're hoping that they'll open the park as you know as soon as possible and create what we what is called the, the African American Jazz Carter where jazz began. Mm, that's wonderful, Bruce. Do they have a projected opening date for the park? Well, as part of the park, uh, there's two buildings. One is the Municipal Auditorium, which has been closed for years, mm-hmm. and the other one is the Mahalia Jackson Performing Arts Center. They're doing an awful lot of work in the, in the Performing Arts Center right now, and they expect to open that in January of 2009. But, you know, as you look at it, it's the fact that it will open in January 2009 inside a park that really pretty much won't be open um, or won't be ready to, you know, it won't be a, a beautiful place. And so that we're, there's no projected time at this particular point, but um, we're certainly hoping within the next uh, 12 to 18 months that a lot of work will be done. Now, um, Tourism Cares, you, you've done a lot for um, for various sites around America. I know you, you went to Ellis Island in 2003. Mm-hmm. You were actually in New Orleans uh, pre-Katrina at the uh, St. Louis, Louis Cemetery Number 1 right. uh, in 2004. How do you, um, how do you actually select these, these projects? Um, you were here in Mount Vernon not too long ago, a couple of years ago. Yeah, and, in 2005, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of grown now. Now, now we're at a point where we are getting calls from people saying, will you consider coming here? Mm-hmm. Um, and before, we just actually had to seek out places that we felt that were in need of care and rejuvenation, that were, you know, tourism-related, 
and also has the infrastructure to be able to handle 350 people. I mean, you know, to, to go in and and, uh, and do some work. All right, Bruce, we're going to ask you to hold it there. Yep. You're listening to the Traveling On Radio Show. We're going to continue our conversation with Bruce Beckham of... of uh, Tourism Cares. Tourism Cares uh, after this. You're listening to Progressive Talk 1260. Whether you're traveling by plane, train, or automobile, make TravelingOn.com your first stop. At TravelinOn.com, that's TravelIn-On.com, you can get current travel news and information, buy the latest travel book, and find those great travel bargains. Visit TravelinOn.com, your premier source for all things travel. That's TravelIn-On.com, and make sure to sign up for email specials and tune into the Traveling On radio show each week for a chance to win some great travel prizes. BronzeWorldTravel.com is the premier internet travel destination, offering you the best travel values for all of your travel needs. Not only can you book the basics in travel, such as flights, rental cars, and hotels, but think of them when you're planning a cruise, a complete vacation package, registering for your honeymoon, or searching for those last-minute travel deals. Unlike the other online booking sites, BronzeWorldTravel.com does not compromise customer service. Backed by a team of seasoned travel professionals and a nationally rated agency, at BronzeWorldTravel.com there is always someone available to answer your questions. They have so many great travel deals that you'll make them your first choice when it comes to travel. Visit BronzeWorldTravel.com today and discover the best values in travel. That's B-R-O-N-Z-E WorldTravel.com where they celebrate life through travel. BronzeWorldTravel.com This is Progressive Talk 1260. Online at ProgressiveTalk1260.com And welcome back to the Traveling On Radio Show. You're listening to Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick, your traveling enthusiast. And we have a little bit of the Euro groove in the background there. Putumayo's newest release. Um, we are talking to Bruce Beckham from Tours and Cares. And before we went out uh, to break, we were talking, Bruce, we were talking about some of the American projects that, that you've done. Um, tell us a little bit about some of the international uh, projects that Tourism Cares has taken on. Uh, as far as the international is concerned, we we have uh, we make it a point that every place we go, uh, we have a, a conference or um, an event that we try to do a cleanup project. And thus far, you know, it hasn't been too much on the international. From the volunteer standpoint, uh, we did a project down in, in Acapulco last fall, in which we. Um, we did some planting of trees and and uh, and plants at a, uh, a fort that's right there in Acapulco Bay. Um, but uh, beyond that, as far as international is concerned, what we do is we give grants to historic sites around the world. Now, whether it's a um, a museum or a, um, a rainforest or a preserve of some kind, it's you know whatever we get applications from around the world, and we um, and we give out grants that range. Most of the time, somewhere in the vicinity of ten to twenty thousand dollars. Talk talk a little bit about those grant programs. I know you have the worldwide grant, um, mm-hmm. the Globus American Icons, and the uh, of course the Gulf Coast uh, Restoration Fund. Mm-hmm. Um, t- talk a little bit about those programs and 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 who those specific programs serve and and how people can get involved. Well, um, the worldwide grant program we distribute somewhere between two hundred fifty to three hundred thousand dollars in grants around the world each year. And in order for uh, a for someone to apply for those grants uh, for a, a destination or a nonprofit somewhere around the world, um, they just go to our website, which is tourismcares.org, and uh, go into the worldwide grant programs and. There are specifics um, that um, that we're looking for, uh, certain requirements, and um, just they make an a- the, that the institution makes an application, or just a one-page application, a letter of inquiry, and you know we judge that and then ask for a full proposal if if they if they justify the the grant. We have a very involved um, grant um, program that uh, we have a, a panel of experts. Who looks them over? So it's not just some somebody sitting in an office in Canton, Massachusetts. That I think I'll give ten thousand dollars to this. I mean, it's just uh, it's a it's a, a full uh, program that we we go through. Uh, 
Um, the Globus American Icons program is, is unique in the fact that Globus Tours, uh, which is one of the largest uh, tour companies in the world, uh, has chosen five icons or five American icons which on their tour programs that their travelers visit, and um, they make grants to, um, to each of those each year, and they rotate those around. Um, right now on their East Tour, they have the old State House in Boston that has mm-hmm. a lot of renovation and restoration taking place. Um, the Crazy Horse Memorial in their National Parks Tour um, is a recipient of a grant. Uh, so, um, and also St. Louis Cemetery Number 1 here down in New Orleans is a, um, a, a grant recipient as well. Um, and then um, I have to ask you again, what the, was the third? The Gulf Coast Restoration. Oh, Gulf Coast mm-hmm. Restoration, yeah. Well, <clears throat> when, the, um, when Katrina hit, um, we came down um, in 2006 on our volunteer project, and we had 330 people from the tourism industry staying in Biloxi in, in the tent city, in tents and in barracks because there weren't really that many hotel rooms available, and did a two-day cleanup in which we visited uh, and, and cleaned up the rubble at a variety of museums and, and uh, nonprofit organizations along the Gulf Coast there, along uh, in Mississippi. And um, we started selling wristbands at $10 a piece, and we got matches from people and so on and so forth until the point we raised at send, sending, selling these green wristbands, one of which I have still have on my wrist, uh, today, uh, we raised over $100,000, mm. and we gave a, uh, a grant to a nonprofit organization, nonprofit you know, uh, tourist organization, that in each one of the states from Florida all the way to Texas. So, um, so that was the Gulf Coast Restoration, which is still going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we still sell the wristbands, and um, um, we... We feel, anyway, at Tourism Cares that you know we we can't just turn our backs on the Gulf Coast or New Orleans. And as they say, New Orleans has come back a great deal, certainly even in the last uh, 12 months. But it still has a long way to go. Yes. And we can't just say, oh, well, that's a done deal now. New Orleans is great. Um, still need some help. Yes, indeed. Now, um, just for the our listening audience, we are partnered with Tourism Cares and Tourism Cares for America, and we have uh, your logos on our partner page with direct links to your site, mm-hmm. um, which is traveln-on.com. And, and that's where people, if they wanted to make individual contributions, um, they can go, correct? That's correct. Okay. That's correct. Okay. Now, can individuals outside of the travel and tourism industry also participate in some of these travel projects? Not at this particular juncture, um, but that may change in about a year or so. Um, it's one of those situations where you crawl before you walk, um, and um, uh, it's open just to the tourism industry right now, because I think there's a certain you know, image sometimes the travel industry gets of, of you know, using and abusing you know, with you know, carbon imp- you know, uh, imprints and so on and footprints. So the thing is that what we're trying to do is raise the image, too, of the travel industry, because we, are, we do have a lot of people giving back. And the, the tourism industry is a very caring industry, and we want to show that. And Absolutely. That's, that's, I, I, we echo that here at the Traveling on Radio Show. <laughs> yeah. Now, Bruce, one of the things that I know is that uh, the organization is, is, is very much about developing future leaders in travel and tourism, and you've got a wonderful scholarship program mm-hmm. available to college and graduate students. Could you tell us a little bit about that program and what it's been able to accomplish? Well, I mean, it's, uh, there, there are two aspects of that now. Uh, one is the academic scholarships, which we've been giving out for years. And, um, you know, they, they'll range about $1,000 or so um, to, st- to students who are, you know, in uh, post-secondary school um, who are studying hospitality and tourism. And, you know, we strongly believe that these, you know, these people are the, are the you know, future leaders of this industry, and we have to invest in them. Um, but what we do with the beauty of it is beyond the, the academic aspect of it, and that is that every scholarship winner uh, is invited to the National Tour Association Convention, uh, which takes place somewhere in, in North America each year, and they're invited to come in for three or four days where they are, you know, they're, they're assigned a mentor, and they 
they shadow that mentor throughout the convention to see what the and this is a marketplace in which people network and, and have appointments, et cetera. And this, you know, gives them an opportunity to to kind of live hand you know, live a hands on uh existence for three or four days about the industry that they're about to, to go into, um, which is extremely valuable to them. <clears throat> and we also have service learning scholarships uh, that we uh, give out to, to students to bring them down to, uh, for instance, to an, an event such as um, we had down here in New Orleans where we had students come in and work side-by-side side with, um, with the tourism professionals so that not only are they learning the, the value of volunteering, but they're also working side-by-side side with executives in the industry that they're about to, to enter. Now, what about high school students, Bruce? Here in D.C., we have uh, Hospitality High, which is um, sponsored by uh, Marriott in, in a large mm-hmm. part. Do you, do you, um, do you uh, open up these opportunities for high school students as well? Uh, we haven't as yet. Um, once again, it's, it's another area that we're looking into because I, you know, we, we in our board of directors strongly believe that, um, that people making decisions about their careers and making those decisions of where they're going to go to school, you know, at the high school level, obviously, where they're going to go on to, uh, on to college and what industry they want to get into. And um, it's important for us to reach those students as early on as, as um, you know, the eighth or the ninth grade. So um, we feel pretty strongly that we're going to be entering into something or at least creating some kind of an alliance, maybe with another foundation, that might want to do something along the lines of reaching out to high school students. Now, in our closing minutes, Bruce, uh, give us a sense of some of the uh, some of the initiatives that uh, uh, Tourism Cures will be focused on in upcoming months. I think that one of the major uh, parts of the tourism industry today is is what people are calling responsible tourism, mm-hmm. and responsible tourism. Uh, envelops whether ecotourism and what we call now green travel. And I think that green travel is going to be one of the uh, major focal points of, uh, of tourism cares. Um, I think we all have to learn to uh, live a greener life uh, and run our businesses in a, in a more green atmosphere and you know, conservation, as far as conservation is concerned, and um, saving our environment. And also operating our, our programs, travel programs, and conventions and meetings in a, um, in a much more mindful way so that we are not wasting um, valuable resources. And so I think that what Tourism Cares will be looking at, beyond all the other things that we do, uh, will be uh, responsible tourism and um, trying to spread the word of the importance of and the how-tos of Green, you know, being a greener traveler, um, and we're finding that I think that travel agents and and tour operators are finding that people are beginning to ask the questions about you know what's your policy and how you know do you use styrofoam? Do you have what's your uh, what resources are you using in your hotels and so on? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that mirrors one of our core values here, Bruce, and, and we love the work that Tourism Care uh, is, is doing around this world, and we love the fact that you're focused on sustainable uh, tourism. You know, Ian and I talk all the time that this is not um, – Preserving our environment, uh, uh, protecting our environment, is not a, a political issue. It, it's a matter of of survival. It's a ma- you know, it, it, it's a matter of saving um, and preserving our treasure troves, our travel treasure troves for uh, future generations to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we really appreciate the work you're doing. We we appreciate your friendship with one of our favorite cities in the whole world, New Orleans. Yeah. And. Uh, and uh, please say hello to uh, Chef uh, Duke Le Cicero, also known as Big Sexy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I run into him, and I don't know if I'd recognize him the same way as you might, but anyway, no, uh, I will. I, 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 I had a, uh, I had a, uh, a pseudo uh, uh, marriage proposal over food down there. So, well, <laughs> uh, but uh, was, was your 
Was Ian a witness to the whole thing? Yeah, I was. was. There you I go. Was. Uh, we just let the chef have have some fun. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, well, it's been a pleasure. Tourism Cares exists to protect the why of travel. Just that's if, if I can leave it at anything. It's just the fact that people travel to do, see, and experience, and we're around, and we want to make sure that we protect those reasons. Uh, well, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today on the Traveling On Radio Show. And uh, when we come back, uh, Ian is going to have a chat with Mayor Michael Nutter of Philadelphia. And, uh, and we'll be speaking about uh, a lot of the, the Philadelphia's renaissance, really. That's right. The exciting things happening uh, this spring and summer in Philadelphia as the Traveling On Show continues after this. Washington's been waiting, and now it's here. Progressive Talk 1260. Discover a new you. See yourself in a whole new way with a color makeover. Find a look that expresses your style, your personality, and your life with Mary Kay Cosmetics. You'll delight in the many wonderful colors that the MK Signature line brings you. Find the perfect shade for your eyes, lips, and cheeks. Visit Danielle Johnson's website at MaryKay.com backslash ms.djohnson86 for a virtual makeover. You'll love what you discover. Mary Kay, enriching women's lives. Whether you're traveling by plane, train, or automobile, make TravelingOn.com your first stop. At TravelingOn.com, that's TravelIn-On.com, you can get current travel news and information, buy the latest travel book, and find those great travel bargains. Visit TravelingOn.com, your premier source for all things travel. That's TravelIn-On.com, and make sure to sign up for email specials and tune into the Traveling On radio show each week for a chance to win some great travel prizes. From the political capital of the world, Progressive Talk 1260. Hi, this is Ian Fitzpatrick, uh, joined by Mayor Michael Nutter, the mayor of Philadelphia. Mayor, welcome to Traveling on Radio. Thank you. It's great to be here. And welcome to Washington. What brings you to Washington today? Well, I'm here for this event with the uh, Greater Philadelphia Tourism and Marketing Corporation, celebrating uh, some of the exciting things going on in Philadelphia. And specifically, uh, we're talking about summer in the city. We understand there is a lot of excitement in Philadelphia, obviously, uh, and you've come to Washington today to put a particular focus on African-American heritage tourism, which is a big push right now by the GPTC. Yes, uh, it is, and uh, in particular, we're talking about the President's House uh, project, the tremendous collaboration among the National Park Service, uh, uh, all of our hospitality partners, the city of Philadelphia, and uh, we're trying to get uh, as many people actively involved to focus on not only the president's house, but also uh, the African-American history component to it, with slaves uh, having lived right in uh, the first executive mansion. It's an incredible uh, story, and it must be told. Uh, There's a lot of excitement in Philadelphia, in our suburbs, and I think eventually all across the country to come and see uh, this exhibit. Well, Philadelphia is certainly a city of history, a city of many historic firsts. It's touched on so many parts of of, uh, the American story, whether it's been government or or just the development of our society. One of the great things about Philadelphia, as uh, we know, it's always been a laboratory. It's always been a place where, where, where great experiments have taken place, and clearly Philadelphia is undergoing a tremendous renaissance with, with new hotels, young, exciting boutique hotels, and, and also an expanded convention center. The tourism business is really picking up in Philadelphia, isn't it? Well, it's absolutely booming, but also we're seeing more people moving into the city. And when folks talk about the creative class, the creative economy, we have hundreds of thousands of young people who get a great education at our 92 colleges and universities. Many of them stay. We're trying to get more uh, to stay. They're moving into neighborhoods all over the place, neighborhoods that people weren't even thinking about a few years ago, Fishtown, Northern Liberties, uh, and uh, and many, many others. And so it's an exciting time in Philadelphia. Now, one of the things, too, with Philadelphia, it is expensive. Expanding its convention center. There's also casino gaming that's on the way, which should also stimulate a lot of interest and demand for traffic to Philadelphia. No question about it. Uh, we're going through a whole process uh, with regard to the uh, casinos uh, and uh, trying to work through that process to make sure that whatever eventually happens, uh, that it works in the best interest of the city.
citizens of this city. But whether it's art, culture, uh, music, entertainment, uh, we have an incredible restaurant uh, uh, renaissance uh, taking on uh, as well. There's a lot jumping off uh, in the city of Philadelphia, and we're encouraging people to come on and check us out. Thank you, Mr. Mayor, for being with us today on Traveling on Radio. Thank you so much. And that was Mayor Michael Nutter, Mayor of Philadelphia. A lot of excitement happening in Philadelphia, obviously, with uh, the Pennsylvania primary on its way. Lots of media gathered in Philadelphia over the past several weeks. And uh, uh, Philadelphia is one of America's most historic cities. And uh, there's a lot going on in Philadelphia. And Philadelphia has made a lot of efforts to uh, outreach to uh, African Americans, especially this year. There are a lot of great initiatives going on. They've got some wonderful museums, an African American museum. They've also done some excavations on the President House, a commemorative site, which is really the first residence mm. of, uh, of uh, George Washington. And they discovered, uh, while doing some excavations, some of the uh, some of the uh, artifacts uh, related to some of the slaves who are, who worked there, and Philadelphia is taking a major step in incorporating that history and showing how that history played out in American history. And I think that's that's one of the nice, inclusive things that they've done. Absolutely. Hey, Swati, have you been to Philadelphia? I've been there, but I went uh, when I was younger. I went with my family, but I don't really. I remember going to um, see the Liberty Bell. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much it. And I pass through when I'm going to New York or something. Well, well, one of the great things about Philadelphia, it's undergone such a, a tremendous uh, transformation over, over the past decades. It's always been a model of uh, urban renewal. And some of the earliest urban renewal took place with, uh, with the help of Edmund Bacon, who was a longtime uh, planner in uh, Philadelphia. And he uh, he was famous for tearing down what was known as the Chinese Wall in Philadelphia. It was actually where the railroads came into the heart of Philadelphia on, on this elevated platform and kind of separated downtown. And it's actually uh, 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 one of the first uh, major urban renewal centers. And then we've seen that expand to the uh, historic uh, Independence Mall area where some $300 million in improvements have have taken place. Uh, new facilities such as the the Liberty Bell Center, which highlights uh, which highlights the Liberty Bell and the history, and you can see the bell on on display there in Philadelphia. There's also the National Constitution Center, which recounts the development of of the history, the great debates that took place amongst the founders, and 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 we're hearing so much more about the National Constitution Center because. Over the past few uh, weeks, it's it's right. been in the spotlight. Uh, Barack Obama gave uh, his uh, his speech there on race relations a few weeks ago, and the debate between Senators Clinton and Obama was held there this past week. So, uh, so many things that really touch on America's political history here in uh, uh, happening here in Philadelphia. So. So we uh, encourage everyone to kind of kind of take a look. It's one of those destinations that's uh, close by to us here in the Washington area. It's certainly within easy reach for uh, many of us. And, uh, you know, clearly with uh, the energy situation being what it is, people are kind of looking for those affordable, reachable destinations. And Philadelphia certainly has that. And so... Uh, uh, you know, folks can take that trip up 95, whether it's, you know, mm-hmm. via Amtrak or, uh, or or making the two-and-a-half to three-hour trip right. from Washington to take in some of these attractions. And Tanya and I have uh, enjoyed many of our trips to Philadelphia. Uh, we've uh, we've enjoyed a lot of the, uh, the dining that's uh, in the old city area, which is an area of older buildings that has great bars, great restaurants, and that's one of the things about Philadelphia. It's become really more of an exciting food place, and that's something that might yes, appeal uh, to you, Swati. They've got all all sorts of uh, of 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 a culinary cultures represented. Uh, there's a great Cuban restaurant that Tanya and I enjoyed there called Cuba Libre, uh, which uh, which is uh, right there in the heart of the old city, where you can have a have a mojito and enjoy authentic Cuban cuisine. So there are 
all of those sorts of things they are available in Philadelphia. And then the exciting... You, you mentioned uh, Mojito. Yes, I did mention Mojitos <laughs> from Cuba Libre. So, uh, <laughs> so I was just, uh, just uh, you know, telling Swati and telling our audience about all of the... Uh, all of the great things that are taking place in the uh, old city. So, uh, so uh, we are, uh, you know, excited about uh, sharing Philadelphia uh, with our audience here. And uh, one of the other places that we've enjoyed that's also highlighted is one of the finer night spites is Moshulu, which is mm-hmm. uh, on board an old ship. Uh, well, we had right dinner there. On, there. Yes, yes, we did. In fact, we had my birthday dinner there yeah. last last year. We had a uh, we had a great time. So. Uh, so, you know, that's uh, that's all part of it. And then Penn's Landing, which is right there on the Delaware River, uh, just uh, just adds to, to the excitement of Philadelphia where you get to experience the old city, uh, the, uh, you know, the shopping of Walnut Street, and also uh, a, a waterfront that is uh, reviving, much like waterfronts are have, have in other cities such as Baltimore and Boston and New York, and we're also starting to see that here in in, in Washington as well, with uh, the Nationals Ballpark and all of the developments planned for the Anacostia River. So, that's that is part of what makes Philadelphia unique. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I, I as you said at the top of the hour, you know, Philadelphia is going to be in the limelight um, in a major way as of uh, Tuesday because of the uh, the primary. And uh, we may actually be up there Monday at a media event, um, a pre-primary media event. Um, and so we're really excited about, about that and just excited that, you know, there's a lot of attention being placed on these wonderful historic cities mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we love the development that's going in uh, Philadelphia along with um, some of the other urban cities that, uh, that we tour are also focusing on uh, sustainable tourism efforts. That's right. And, That's right. Uh, and and we've always tried to put a focus on 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 some of those great places. We've uh, we've had Costas Christ, who was on with us from Boston, as he uh, spoke about uh, the Linux Hotel. I think uh, with respect to green tourism, we've we've featured Baltimore again. These are these are places that are that are right here on the Eastern mm-hmm. Seaboard that are trying to do things. Uh, you know, trying to to be part of that uh, tourism transformation, particularly as as we go green. Mm-hmm. So uh, so all of that's uh, available to us. And uh, uh, again, you know, Philadelphia is clearly at the forefront of that. And uh, it's going to be exciting there Monday and Tuesday, uh, particularly with uh, the onslaught of media. Uh, the debate was uh, watched by over 10 million people just the other night. So I think that's a testament to, to how much interest uh, is in uh, is is in uh, you know this upcoming race and having that focus uh, right there on Philadelphia. Well, it's pivotal. It's a pivotal race. It absolutely is. <laughs> absolutely is. Maybe we can get some of these candidates to talk to us about what they're going to do about tourism in America because uh, we we uh, certainly need to strengthen this industry. It's a very important industry. It's it's really about America being ambassadors to the world. Well, fun, you know, you kind of let the cat out of the bag because I have been reaching out to um, all three campaigns uh, to bring the, the candidates on our show and not to give them a political platform <laughs> by any means. Um, I, I could not do that in my current capacity um, and would not do that in my current capacity. Um, but uh, certainly just to talk about travel issues. And so stay tuned, everybody, because uh, we hope to have those surprises for you. And speaking of surprise, um, we're going to have a surprise caller in a few minutes uh, who's uh, going to come on and talk to us about a, a new television program that we forgot to mention last week uh, when we were in New Orleans. Oh, and really? so, um, you know, we'll be back in, in, in just a few and uh, when we come back, stay tuned for the surprise. Because dissent is the American way. Progressive Talk 1260. Discover a new you. See yourself in a whole new way with a color makeover. Find a look that expresses your style, your personality, and your life with Mary Kay Cosmetics. You'll delight in the many wonderful colors that the MK Signature line brings you. Find the perfect shade for your eyes, lips, and cheeks. Visit Danielle Johnson's website at marykay.com backslash ms.dj. 
Johnson 86 for a virtual makeover. You'll love what you discover. Mary Kay, enriching women's lives. BronzeWorldTravel.com is your one-stop travel store where you can find the best travel values available at the most competitive prices. Whether you're booking a cruise, flight, car, or vacation package, they have so many great travel deals that you'll make them your first choice when it comes to travel. Visit them today at BronzeWorldTravel.com. You'll also find a link to BronzeWorldTravel.com on the Travelin' On website. BronzeWorldTravel.com, where they celebrate life through travel. You're listening to Progressive Talk 1260. Join the radio revolution. And hey, everybody, welcome back to the Traveling on Radio show. Again, you're listening to a great groovy track from um, Pucha Miles' newest release, Euro Groove, which is available to the um, winner of our Traveling Trivia contest. So go to our website at traveln-on.com to play uh, this week's Traveling Trivia contest. And... Um, the winner will be drawn from a, the, uh, a pool of correct answers. So this is a great CD, I promise you. Um, if nobody plays and wins, I'm keeping it for myself. <laughs> but this is Tanya Fitzpatrick, and I'm here with my husband, Ian. And uh, we are actually happy. And let's not forget Swati. And yes, our dear friend Swati Daniels, who is uh, being a very quiet guest host today. I think she's a tad shy. <laughs> As she sits here giggling. Um, but uh, I mentioned, you know, before we went out for break, a great surprise. And it's something that uh, I was remiss in in bringing up last week. But we have back with us, we're traveling back to New Orleans. Um, if you guys didn't know, this is obviously one of our favorite places. <laughs> we've done two weeks full, uh, of uh, New Orleans, but uh, well worth it. But we, uh, we're traveling back there uh, to talk to uh, the hostess with the mostest, our good friend, Kelly Schultz. Hey, Kel. Hey, my friends. How hey, are you? Hey, Kelly. How are you? Great. I miss you guys already. Uh, believe me, it was so much fun last weekend, and uh, we wish we were down there today with, with you doing another live show. Uh, wasn't it fun? It was. Yeah, and, and I miss Tell, Tell Big Sexy. He's well missed here. <laughs> I will tell Big Sexy next time I see him that you said hello. <laughs> and actually, I, Tanya and Ian, I have some great news. And we learned this week that the French Quarter Festival, where you all were broadcasting from last weekend, live from New Orleans, actually, that French Quarter Festival, its 25th anniversary, was the largest French Quarter Festival ever, with over 435,000 people. Amazing. Woohoo! That deserves a. What did, what did, what did Chef do? A woo! A woo! <laughs> Yeah. Oh, woohoo! Yes, indeed. <laughs> that it's great one. news. We're really excited to get those final numbers in. Oh well, see next year when we're down there, you know it'll be even larger. We'll be bringing our traveling uh, family with us. Absolutely. So, hey, um, Kelly, one of the things, and I apologize, you know, we we ran out of time last week, but I wanted to give you an opportunity. I'm really excited, as you are, about a a travel channel show featuring New Orleans. Talk a little bit about that. Sure. Well, we're really excited that tomorrow morning at 8.30 Eastern and Pacific, um, we are part of the Travel Channel's paid programming block, and it's going to be a show that we've produced called Forever New Orleans TV. Mm-hmm. We're really excited about this. The New Orleans Convention and Visitors Bureau has partnered with a wonderful lady named Karen Carlson, who is a, a former news anchor in Los Angeles and owner of a production company. And she's one of those people like you all that just love New Orleans. And, and it, she used to live and work here, and she wanted to come back after Katrina and do something to help the city. And she said, well, I know television, so let's make a television show about how great it is to travel to New Orleans. So it, it's airing. Um, it's a 30-minute show all about what it's like to visit New Orleans. It showcases our history and, and our culture and our wonderful restaurants and spirit of our residents. So we've worked really hard on this show, and we're just so excited that it's, it's finally on the air in the United States. Now, this is uh, tomorrow marks the third um, series. What, what were the first two, and what, what will tomorrow's show be? Well, we've had a couple of episodes air. Um, the, several of the shows have aired um, throughout Europe. Mm-hmm. But um, 
we wanted to reach all of our uh, domestic visitors as well. So we've had it airing the past couple of Sundays in the Travel Channel paid programming block on Sunday mornings. The first couple of episodes were, um, one was about family-friendly New Orleans. That's right. Um, you had a chance to feature the uh, Aquarium of the Americas, if I have it correctly. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. And, you know, a lot of people think of New Orleans, and they don't really think that there's a lot to do here for families, and there really are. So um, we showcase some of our family-friendly attractions like the aquarium and um, a wonderful wildlife park that is in one of the New Orleans uh, suburbs that you really would never even know you're in Louisiana. It's sort of like being on a safari in Kenya when you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, we featured an episode called Guys and Dolls, and it talks about what you know men and women can do in New Orleans. Um, the men can, for example, play golf at one of our beautiful courses. Mm-hmm. The women uh, chose to do some shopping on Magazine Street. And tomorrow's episode is going to be all about the um, wonderful historic streetcar line and all of the places that you can visit going along the streetcar routes mm-hmm. in New Orleans. Now, now, tell us a little bit about the streetcars. There are two main streetcar lines. There's the one that serves the uh, Garden District, and then there's also a line that I noticed traveling on Canal Street. That's right. There, the streetcars um, are going down Canal Street, and then just within the past several months, they have reopened to their full um, route down uh, St. Charles Avenue, which mm-hmm. is in our beautiful Garden District, um, the beautiful street where all the, the historic beautiful homes are and the oak trees. And so it's it's really nice. Those streetcars were, were out of commission for quite a while, getting some repairs done. And now they're back, and, and it's so nice. You know, our office is actually right there on St. Charles Avenue, and it's so nice to, to hear the streetcars going by. And, and every time I see them, they're absolutely packed with people. So it's really wonderful to, to have those back running. And um, tomorrow's show is going to highlight a little bit about the history of the streetcar. Well, you know, you guys were were here uh, in D.C. a couple of months ago uh, on a historic, what you called your historic streetcar tour. And um, those are really beautiful machines, beautiful um, uh, cars. And uh, I'm sorry that, you know, many of our listening audience members missed uh, visiting and missed picking up some beads and pralines. (laughs) I got my share. (laughs) You know, that was, we did, you know, what a what a powerful and beautiful icon of New Orleans than, than the streetcar. So last year we did a, a tour of the country, and we wanted to go out and, and celebrate our culture and invite our friends and, and travelers to come back and visit New Orleans. And we actually had a streetcar um, on loan to us from the Shoreline Trolley Museum in Connecticut. They had, by coincidence, um, a beautifully restored uh, you know, original New Orleans streetcar that they heard that we wanted to do this tour, and they loaned us the streetcar. So you can imagine the logistics involved of transporting a streetcar around the country on the back <laughs> of a flatbed truck. It was not logistically very easy to do, but um, once we had that out there, you know, you guys came by in D.C., and we gave out Mardi Gras beads and Pralines and invited our um you know, friends and customers to come into the streetcar and look around. And it's really beautiful and something that's such a, something so unique and historic to New Orleans. Yeah, and you know, we we took that wonderful photograph, the three of us, and uh, when we get our act together and, you know, are able to, <laughs> to set up our photo gallery that will be featured prominently, um, but uh, we, we uh, <laughs> Ian and I need need to be cloned, we've decided. just Yes, to- <laughs> yes, we need some replicants so that uh, we can have someone doing the show here while we hang out and have fun in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> now, now, Kelly, how many, um, how many episodes will be in this uh, season? series of, of, well, of shows? We have several episodes, but um, definitely the first four are airing on um, uh, this month, during the month of April. So it'll be Sunday morning, um, April 20th at 8.30 Eastern and Pacific. It's airing in most U.S. markets mm-hmm. um, on the Travel Channel paid block, and then it's also going to be Sunday morning, April 27th. Okay. Um, at 8.30 Eastern and Pacific in most U.S. markets. Right, and for those who want more information, they can go to www.fnotv.com, and uh, it's got all the episodes there and uh, with with uh, squibs on uh, each of them, and it's, it's a wonderful series, and I think this is something that's going to really help put the spotlight on, on a lot of those gems, some of which are 
not well known to to people who have been visiting New Orleans probably for quite some time. So mm-hmm. this is a really exciting thing. Absolutely. You know, we even had some locals call and say, wow, I didn't even know that, and I grew up here. So it's really <laughs> educational. The show's very well done. Karen Carlson is just an unbelievable, outstanding host. And um, actually, there are opportunities to win free trips to New Orleans. Yes. So if you watch the show, you can text message in the, the word of the week and um, be entered into a drawing to actually win the trip that you're watching on that week's episode. Can we play too? I mean, of we're, course. We're family members, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> we won't tell anybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, in the in a couple of minutes we have left, Kelly, um, what are some of the uh, upcoming festivals? I know this weekend is Jazz Fest. Uh, That's right. What do you have coming up after that? Well, Jazz Fest is the last weekend in April, first weekend in May. This this year is just going to be phenomenal. There's some really amazing um, big-name performers that are coming in. But, you know, there's always a festival in New Orleans. There's always something going on and, and something to celebrate. At the end of May, we have the New Orleans Food and Wine Experience. Um, in July, we have Essence Music Festival, which is um returning to us after a wonderful event last year. Mm. We have Tales of the Cocktail, Satchmo Summerfest. Uh, we have a celebration going on throughout July and August called Culinary New Orleans, mm. where they're sort of a, um, a restaurant week, but it's it's a restaurant month uh, for two months oh, where wow. you can get some great deals at all of our wonderful restaurants in New Orleans. You guys never miss an opportunity to share food. So. That's right. <laughs> and when is seafood, the Seafood Festival? The Seafood Festival, thank you. I actually forgot to mention that one. That one is happening in June. Oh. So every time you turn around, there's another um, celebration in New Orleans. I know your your tagline is celebrating uh, life through travel, mm-hmm. and, and we really do live that motto here in New Orleans. Well, and maybe I'll add celebrating life through travel and food. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and wine, for that matter. Yeah, yeah. And good wine, yeah. and good wine. Oh, Kel, thanks so much for, for joining us back here uh, again today. And, and uh, um, again, the Travel Channel. Now, real quickly, actually, will the past episodes be available uh, to the public. If somebody missed the family-friendly episode, is that available, do you know? Well, they can go to fnotv.com, and we'll have some information there about how actually to get DVDs of the episodes. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much, my dear. We Thank will, you. Yeah, we hope to see you again very, very soon. Certainly um, June Seafood Festival. That says Tanya all over it. So. <laughs> <laughs> We, uh, we we may see you down there. In, in well, we, you guys are welcome in New Orleans anytime, and it was so wonderful having you here last week for French Quarter Fest. And um, anytime you want to come back, we'll take good care of you, and you know you'll eat lots of great food. Oh, yes, we know. We know. <laughs> Bless you. Kelly Schultz, okay. thank you so much for being with us. We'll uh, see you the next time down in New Orleans. Okay, take care. <laughs> Bye-bye, dear. Bye. You're starting to get that pretty good, honey. Yes, New Orleans, baby. New Orleans. That's, that's how Dad says it, Lonnie. Johnson. So, well, this, you know, that was a nice surprise, and I'm glad we were able to share the the television program uh, with our listening audience, because I think that is so important, and uh, the show is, is so beautifully done, and we actually, as a as a uh, industry inside secret, we may actually be working with this producer at some point in the uh, very near future on another project, which we'll share with you guys at a later date. But thank you again for, for joining us today. And we'd also like to thank Bruce Beckham and, of course, our dear friend Kelly Schultz from, uh, from New Orleans. And don't forget to visit our calendar page to see where we'll be broadcasting from next. And as always, it's been a pleasure to share some travel time with you. And we're Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick. We look forward to spending time with you again next week. Same time, same frequency. And until then, happy, happy travels. Democracy has a new voice in Washington. Progressive Talk 1260.